Hello again and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. My name is Pastor Drew and today we're continuing our one-year Bible reading plan by reading through Psalm 113, 114, and 115. Now you'll notice that today we're only looking at three psalms instead of four. And the reason we're doing that is because in a couple days we're going to get to Psalm 119. And being a very large portion of Scripture, I thought it would be best that we read through Psalm 119 on its own. So today and tomorrow we're going to be looking at three psalms each day so that we can look at Psalm 119 on its own. And so starting in Psalm 113, Psalm 113 has no author listed. And like the last two psalms, this psalm opens with an exhortation to praise the Lord. We see in this psalm that it is the providential care of God for mankind that leads to his praise. Uh, specifically, we read in verses 4 through 6, The Lord is high above all nations, and His glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord who is seated on high, who looks far down on the heavens and the earth? This brings to mind what is known as the creator-creature distinction. There is a vast chasm that exists between God as creator and us as creatures, a chasm that we are unable to cross. Yet God condescends to us so that we may know him. And this is most clearly demonstrated in the gospel, as God in the second person of the Trinity takes on human flesh so that he can redeem us and bring us into right fellowship with himself. Next is Psalm 114, and this psalm also has no author listed. We learn from Jewish tradition that this psalm was assigned to the eighth day of the Passover festival. And in this psalm, we see a very beautiful and poetic description of the work of God in Israel's deliverance from Egypt and entrance into the Promised Land. And lastly is Psalm 115. Psalm 115 also has no author listed. And in this psalm, we are seeing a contrast between the living God of Israel and the man-made idols of pagan nations. We read in verses 4 through 8, Their idols are silver and gold, the work of human hands. They have mouths, but do not speak, eyes, but do not see. They have ears, but do not hear, noses, but do not smell. They have hands, but do not feel, feet, but do not walk, and they do not make a sound in their throat. Those who make them become like them. So do all who trust in them. In other words, these idols are worthless. We see the same sort of thing in Isaiah uh, chapter 44, where uh, we read about a man who cuts down a tree and uses the wood uh, to make a fire for warmth and for baking bread. And then he takes a portion of the wood and fashions himself an idol and falls down on his face and worships it. The complete and utter folly of idolatry is on full display, both in this psalm as well as in Isaiah. Now, how can that which is made by human hands be worthy of worship? And to ask a similar question, since we live in a very sophisticated and enlightened age, how can that which is made by human minds be worthy of worship? We also see, as the psalmist tells us, that you become like what you worship. As people reject the knowledge of God and work to suppress it in unrighteousness, they're given over to a debased mind. They become as dumb as the idols they worship. But as God's people, we do not worship God's made by human hands or by human minds. No, we serve the one true and living God, the maker of heaven and earth. And as we behold His glory, 
we are being transformed from one degree of glory to another into that same image, the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.